the right thing like Spike Lee Cause the game that I give them make them feel like wifey They complain when they call names mainly trifling, yeah was, hey, I'm sorry, my love. Only apologize to women in my life and siblings. Like in the real uh, moment, you might catch me sipping. Cause it ain't too Welcome to the Beasley Podcast. This is Zay. I'm sitting here with the best co host in the world. Oh, my. My name is Brittany. <laughs> um, welcome back to the Beasley Podcast. Um, we hope your holiday was awesome. I yeah. guess we should start there, right? We should probably start with Thanksgiving. Sure. The festivities. Sure. I got an important question to ask. All right. When is the leftovers? When? What? What day? At what day do you have to throw these leftovers out? We care about our our our, our audience. I mean, I saw people arguing online, and some people were like, "The next day," and I was like, "Shut the fuck up." Who says the next day? Some people were being real petty. Like the That's next weird. day, stop. A lot of people were saying Saturday. Um, most people agreed Sunday. And but there so, are quite a few that were like, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> Until they you, go. Might, you might make it to like Tuesday. You Until, might you might I mean, I think you I think you can. I think you could rock out till about Tuesday, but it depends on how you how you preserve them, yo, because after the first pack up it give everybody gets real loose with how they close these <laughs> lids. <laughs> that foil is not laying right that at foil all. Is not, after the first open, the foil is not laying right. So. Don't you never pack it back right? No hell no, nah, yo. You just <laughs> rushing. You just rushing to beat the microwave time. <laughs> because oh it's an God. event. It's it's a it's an event. Like when you go to get it, mm-hmm. like when you go to get it, like hours after like the initial pack up, yo, you have to unload your whole refrigerator to exactly. get to the good shit. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty tired of it at this point. Yeah. I'm it was done. just me and my son, and he didn't really eat much, so I feel like it was just me eating all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty much over it. Um, I have a whole freaking tray of mac and cheese left. I accidentally made too much. So I guess I'll freeze it. The freezing is smart. I feel bad. I can't throw do. away a whole tray of mac and cheese. That's just you wild. better not. I'll fight you. I know, right? But like, yeah, right. I, I guess I'm gonna. I don't know what to do with the rest of the food. I have to just trash it. I feel really bad about it, but I guess the raccoons and squirrels maybe will have you can a like feast. donate it somewhere. Right? Wait, I I don't know if they want four day old food. You know, it's like hey, take my picked over leftovers. Mm, I I know somebody choosers. would definitely appreciate it. it. I know, but I don't even know where to go to put that. But raccoons are gonna tear that shit up. Yeah, that's just I wonder if up. there's a Thanksgiving for all the rodents. Like, is this a good time of the year for them too? I mean, it like, seemed like my cat knew. He knew exactly <laughs> what fucking time it was. I was what getting mean, what I was getting really annoyed. Like it I think he could like smell the seasonings or something. Cause it's just like oh, oh. I was making greens like nigga like he don't eat greens <laughs> but it's just like he knew the smell because every Thanksgiving I'll give him basically the turkey carcass <laughs> you know mm. like after I finish cutting all the meat off of the turkey I'll mm. let him have it or like if I cut all the ham off the bone or whatever I'll give him the scraps so he was like Thanksgiving <laughs> come on come on so <laughs> pissing me off so yeah he was like hollering for like the whole day straight like mm. i gave him his regular food he didn't want that he was literally waiting for that turkey and you it was like that. but it was like before i even pulled it out that's why i'm like damn does he know shit. you smell that shit 
He could just. You know I, what time it is. I didn't even. It was in the fridge. It was. He was yelling way before. Nah, he I smelled that shit on the grass, dude. Like the dude of the morning, the morning <laughs> of, the morning of that little cat senses. He, senses he like, knew it was November. Like right. <laughs> he got his little calendar in the back. So it was just you and Shay, right? Mm-hmm. You miss being around family? No. <laughs> like i'm used to not being around my family so it wasn't like you know what i mean i mm. i don't have any family up here in philly so i'm gonna go see my family at the end of next month uh probably my sister's having a baby so um i i would have loved to have been with them but it's not that you know what i mean it's not, not that, that deep. deep for me no i was just on the phone with my mom the whole day though so it's like girl <laughs> so, <laughs> so we kept it was kind of like i was there Word. Um, but yeah it was cool how was That's yours? what's up. It was good. It was good. It was just the four of us. I swear we made the same amount of food, though. That's the um, problem. That's my problem, too. It was just me and Shay, and I made a shitload yeah, of food. Yeah, made the same amount of food. We didn't account for, like, how much food leaves with people. Mm-hmm. Like, people, like, packing stuff up. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, all the, at this point, it's Sunday around 7, 7.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. At this point, all the good stuff is gone. <laughs> like, I'm, like, once the Mac is gone, I'm not interested fuck fuck all the yeah. anything else once the max gone this party's over yeah it is everything else can go but yeah. um now nah, it was dope it was, it was cool mm-hmm. i was drinking all day yeah <laughs> drinking all day uh i feel like i've just a- been sleeping this whole weekend like i've been well because i started cooking tuesday night mm. so tuesday night all of wednesday and i was kind of working from home wednesday all of wednesday up till early thursday morning i was like delirious thursday morning uh cooked my turkey upside down which is just when i yeah i'm still trying to figure out how that even happens but it was like normally like it's easy to tell i don't know it's back was a little rounded i don't know like (laughs) turkey i I listen i didn't have my little giblets inside my turkey and i was upset and it just threw me off i was like running off of like no sleep and now i I had no plans to go into the fucking store on thursday morning (laughs) i want to cook for you and shay only this is i know i know i'm ridiculous so I was like all thrown off. So I just wanted to hurry up and get the turkey in the oven. And I'm like, as I'm putting it in though, I'm like, this this is just this don't look right. But I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it took forever to cook because the breast was underneath. Anyway, anyway. Um You yeah, trying any so, new recipes? Huh? You trying any new recipes? No. No. Did no, you no, try no. Kamala's cornbread dressing recipe? Uh, you said Kamala. <laughs> Kamala. How's you say it? It's Kamala. That's how I said. That's how you know she ain't like she ain't black black. Like because all niggas say Kamala. I knew she was black black once I saw she made cornbread dressing. A lot of black people make cornbread dressing. Though, I know. So. I'm just being. I'm just being petty. I just wanted to. Yeah, that's why I was like, uh, but I think she put apples in it. We ain't put no apples in it. We ain't doing yeah, there's that. Always, there's always um, some like curveball. It didn't have what, craisins though. Usually it's craisins. Ew. I mean, I've heard of stuffing with, like, apples and stuff. I mean, it makes sense, but I don't want it. Um, Thank you. Not for Thanksgiving, at least. Um, But, yeah, so Thursday, I was very, like, I was just done. So I just slept, like, all Friday. And I feel like I slept all Saturday and then most of today. I'm just like, oh. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Pretty darn rested. Um, but what I did, I, I did enjoy seeing. I know you was talking about don't post your plate. I enjoy seeing people's plates and what they eat because everybody eats something different for Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah, we all eat the same stuff, but we all still have little differences. Like you had a little crab cake. 
Yeah, like, that's mm-hmm. new though. That was new. So what? It's cool. I like seeing. I know. It. But cool. um, for what I did notice though, now white people, their Thanksgiving be healthy as shit. Yo, the right? array of vegetables. No cholesterol. No high cholesterol. I, was like, Yo, I said, if you look at they shit compared <laughs> to niggas, like yo, we have nothing but niggas high cholesterol butter. and carbs. All we got is carbs. Yo, we got a little pad of vegetables. Yo, white people be having like four or five different vegetables. I'm like, damn. They be having Brussels sprouts, asparagus, squash. Yeah, squash. Bean medleys. Different <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> like. I was like, yo, I was like, mm, maybe that's why we, this is why we the way we are. Oh, again, we could incorporate a little bit more vegetables, huh? We got go the greens, crazy. Child, we got greens. They go crazy over mashed potatoes. <laughs> mashed potatoes is is their mac and cheese. Is there, yeah, the, the uh, equivalent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, mm, I was just laughing, just looking at the comparison. I said, damn, this is that's why hilarious. I got to beat it. <laughs> well, we hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, even though you might. Did you see a lot of people like with like a lot of like people at their little celebrations? I feel like people kept it low. I didn't see a lot of like glamorizing Thanksgiving on the gram like that um, this year. Yeah, I feel like if people didn't keep it low, they didn't post it. <laughs> right. Everybody a little insecure. Everybody hoping like the FBI I mean, don't come they raid their house. Be, they need to be. Yeah, keep that your business. I think you that's cool though. Reckless. It's kind of forcing everybody like to put your phones down a little bit, <laughs> and like actually yeah, enjoy know. the time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We we hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving and throw that food out soon, y'all. Don't get a bellyache eating all this bad <laughs> past due food. Uh, and none of this shit is healthy either. None. I had a plate full of carbs a few times. Right. We got mad dessert. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, this weekend, uh, there was a a fight. Did you get a chance to watch the uh, the Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones? Yeah, it was a little bit of a challenge because I was not paying for it because I was by myself. I mean, if I was watching it with somebody, I would have split it or something. Mm. But I was gonna drop fifty, you know, out of my own money. Um, so I found a few links. That went dead, of course, right before the main fight. And that's what always happens. I know. And then there, I found another one that was like in French. <laughs> <laughs> that was lagging. I ended up ultimately seeing it like a live stream on somebody's Instagram. So, But I was tuned in. <laughs> you was tuned in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd pay for it again, but I was definitely entertained. See, yeah. I was with a few people and they were playing music, so I couldn't really hear the, the commentary. But I heard Snoop Dogg was hilarious. Mm-hmm. which i don't doubt for one minute because i've heard him like uh do commentary on other sports mm-hmm. but uh the real you know the mike the, the tyson and roy jones it was two 50 year olds going at it there was a lot of wrestling a lot of tussling <laughs> a lot of tussling <laughs> it was like from jump though i was like dang the first minute but roy was tired after <laughs> the, the first, first round no he was moving a lot though that's it takes but a the lot the first 30 seconds he moved too much and just, oh. nah but you see that's the thing like a lot of people don't realize like i'm not i'm not yeah i'm not downplaying it i'm oh, just I saying know, is I that what happened not. i know you're not but a lot of people like you can look at that and be like it looks like he's not doing a lot mm-hmm. but like just to be as active as he was like and being evasive yo, know, that take a toll out on you especially mm-hmm on a 50 year old man mm-hmm. but the real knockout artist you thought tyson we was talking shit all the way up into this we were talking about how tyson was going to knock his block off this that, and I mean, the third jake paul oh well, yeah <laughs> Dude, jake paul took nate robinson the fuck out of there 
do you feel like Tyson even was really throwing punches though? No, he was. He was like Roy to Jones really is, like Roy Jones is a boxer, yo. I know we love Tyson and we know like Tyson is a murderer. Roy Jones knows how to box, man. He, he, I'm not he's saying he doesn't, but I, and to me, it looked like Tyson wasn't going like as hard as he could, and like it looked like they had an agreement beforehand. Well, no, like, what just he keep was it doing, light. Nah, <laughs> what he was doing is uh, Roy Jones was actually fighting a smart fight and was wrapping up. And everybody can say like that's that's corny. You shouldn't fight like that. But that's what he was doing. He was getting close to him and tying him up so he can never mm-hmm. really get started. Mm-hmm. And at fifty year, at fifty four years old, I think Mike is. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot of energy to stop that from happening. Mm-hmm. So that was the game plan. The game plan. You can't let Mike get started, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot let him get started. But uh, Nate Robinson ass, bro. I know. Well, first of all, let, let's talk about. There was a lot of performances, which was kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't care. And to they see weren't French even like Montana. good performances. Well, they were performing in front of no one. But like, just no, just who are who are these people? It was boring. It was Wiz Khalifa doing a song from two thousand and seven. Yeah, for real. Like, I missed Wiz Khalifa. I saw French Montana. He's always boring. Who was yeah. that other person? Snoop performed. Not Snoop. Who was the one before oh, Snoop? Oh, St. John. St. John. Uh, he's, I don't know. If you don't know okay. who he is, he uh, he makes all right music. Mm-hmm. It's decent. Mm-hmm. I'll send you a track or two. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, But what was I about to say? We we're talking about Nate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Nate got knocked out and he's turned into a meme. Mm-hmm. He has entered, entered into meme world. Um, You can't play around with boxing, man. Yeah. Um, as much as like you know, that shit Jake was a little Paul, scary. I was like, oh my yeah, god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jake Paul actually boxes. He kind of takes it seriously, and not to say Nate doesn't, but you're not just going to see that's a problem. Like black people, sometimes we think we just go in there and beat people because we black, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like like blackness ain't, ain't going to get you that far if somebody uh-huh. got these hands, yo. Yeah. So you know, hopefully it's and just experience. You know, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah this ain't Jake Paul's first fight. <laughs> no, I mean it's only his second fight. But if you're in the gym, you're in the gym. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say he was doing like UFC stuff? Or no? No. Okay, I mean, I'm thinking someone else. Mm-mm. I think he called out Connor after. He mm-hmm. called out McGregor after. But yeah, you can't play around with boxing. So hopefully this stops him from boxing or it makes him double down and get back in the gym, figure out what went wrong, this, that, and the third. A lot. It looked bad. He did get hit in the back of the head, though. Yeah back of the head that'll that'll knock you but i don't i didn't see any game plan like who's in his corner i, I have know. to figure out who is in his corner that just, let that happen he's just out <laughs> he's, he's swinging at his kneecap yeah because he started like tackling him <laughs> like, oh, yeah okay. i think his balance at that point his balance was like severely mm-hmm. jeopardized mm-hmm. it only takes like you get hit in the right spot bro your equilibrium is out of here mm-hmm. but yeah i mean all in all i think it was a good time I think it was, you know, I know that a lot of people were kind of like let down, but I feel like overall it was, it was a good time. It was entertaining. Mm. You know what I mean? Especially with Snoop's commentary. <laughs> yeah, Snoop is hilarious. Snoop is good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we, we done with that? I think we can move on from yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk about the Grammys at all? Not really. I don't even understand why these fucking, I mean, I guess you want to try to keep life normal, but it's like. Fucking in the pandemic, niggas is quarantining and y'all still doing award shows. Like, who even cares? Who well, even 
cares? It seems like the culture. The, people the, are the, watching the, this shit. I see people like, oh my god, so so got nominated. I'm like, y'all really following? <laughs> I get, I get upset because we act so shocked every time they reveal who's nominated and who's not. I just don't say why they couldn't take a year off. Cares because it's the Grammys. It's a fuck. It's the Grammys. Prestigious. Anyway, yeah. Prestigious. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, 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 no lie. They they kind of disrespected the weekend. I don't think the weekend got nominated for something. Was and he like, supposed to? With the type of year, like the numbers that he's had, like I, there's no way you can ignore that. I don't know. All his like, stuff runs into the same with me. It's like every year he always does good. It seems. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Has I know. he never won a Grammy? I don't know. I don't know. I'm uh, not that invested, but from hearing people talk about like what should have happened and what did happen, it, it's nuts. Like I saw the numbers of what he sold this year in comparison to like, mm-hmm. you know, the people that you expect to get like the nod, mm-hmm. like Meg the Stallion. She's on a run right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's blowing people out the water like twofold. Mm. But I mean, that happens. Justin Bieber uh, penned a letter talking about he was disappointed being in the pop category when he like was trying to make an R&B album. <laughs> and to me, like I get what you're saying, but imagine being like every black artist for a second. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just as recent, Tyler the Creator goes out of his way mm-hmm. to make like genre bending shit and they just throw him in the urban category mm-hmm. next to DJ Khaled. Right. So, yeah. I mean, surprise surprise. Yeah, I I don't know. I think as as I heard somebody talking about, I think it was on, on Joe Budden podcast, how they need to just load up and make like the source awards, the thing like everybody should just abandon the Grammys and just put all their efforts into like what the source awards used to be. Sounds How good. do you abandon the Grammys? What is he? I don't know. Just stop going uh, or stop complaining about it. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, we'll move on. Okay. We're not a, we're not a Grammy <laughs> podcast. I don't give a shit about none of these damn award shows. Yeah, I forget they're on. Yeah, that's I'm always like shot. I'm like, oh, there's performances and stuff. Okay. Hmm. Um, I saw an article. USA Today reports that racism has been declared a public issue. Hmm. I don't. <laughs> Did it say who it was declared by? Who declared? I don't. Uh, I'm about to read it. Let me just read the caption. Okay. Um, it's been declared a public issue in 145 cities and counties across 27 states. This number has raised substantially from seven in 2019. Melva Thompson Robinson, a professor at the School of Public Health, says that the summer of protest over racism and police brutality and adding in the coronavirus pandemic that has disproportionately affected people of color created the perfect storm that can no longer be ignored. Additionally, according to a publication in the American Medical Association, officially recognize race as a social construct rather than a biological one and that racism impacts all aspects of life school funding access to nutritious foods housing stability and income security Hmm. what do you think that means which part (laughs) just from there like you're declaring it um, I mean, I think it's a shame. I guess they they must be having issues, you know, where people are just reporting these instances of racism more so, I guess, than in previous years. Um, and I mean, we see the shit every day on these different videos, people just talking all crazy, uh, being disrespectful, you know, so. 
I mean, I believe it. I'm just like, it's just, I mean, we know it's all there, but I guess <laughs> they're, they're taking data on it now. <laughs> they're, right, they're we need the associations it. to acknowledge it. It's just, but it's just like, what's changing? Okay, you're, they're just declaring it. What are they doing about it? Hey, you're right. <laughs> like, we kind of been screaming this from the mountaintops for years. <laughs> yeah, we know, we know it's an issue. What are you doing about it? Eh. Now, we were talking about, like, episodes back. We were asking the question whether racism was a mental illness. You know, some people, some feedback wasn't really rocking with us. But I guess now that the American Medical Association has jumped on the bandwagon, <laughs> they probably should have cited us. Oh, my God. You we are so? not. No, because we are not the first people to say that. I'm not a doctor. No. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> think Dr. Joy DeGruy wrote a whole book on it. Who? Joy, Dr. Joy DeGruy. DeGruy. I don't know. It's D-E-G-R-U-I. I, I, I don't feel like I ever say her last name correctly. How did you pull that name out of your, like. Because I watch no, her. No, props. That's dope. No. Okay. I follow her <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> uh, you you watched a few of her videos before i sent it to you like a light-skinned black lady short hair oh okay she's like older uh you don't know what the fuck i'm talking about i don't ah! <laughs> anyway continue all you uh, yeah we are back um <laughs> did you see that Burtsby uh uh ad yeah man i'm so sick of them it's always some shit yo with them specifically or is no, it just... it's just no not them specifically i'm just tired of these brands first of all i i'm sorry this sounds insane these white ass brands that you know what i mean they just I, i'm sure they didn't think they i believe that they probably didn't think anything of it but it's like mm. you know what i mean you don't have anyone maybe maybe they do have some black people that work there that just don't speak up well hold on let's back it up if somebody didn't see it i don't know how you didn't see it but uh burt's bees issued an apology for featuring a photo without a father on its website and says part of the family was not available for the photo shoot due to COVID. I mean, I don't understand why they couldn't have somebody else stand in. They couldn't reschedule. I mean, I don't know. Like if maybe one of the, cause they had different races. If, if, if mm. uh, one of the other families had a parent that couldn't make it, if they would have still, you know, included them in the ad with one parent missing, I don't know if they would have done that. You know what I'm saying? But even if they did, you know, like the fucked up thing about this, though, is that it is a stereotype and stereotypes as like cruel that it is like they come from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what I'm saying like it's a, it's an accepted, quote unquote, truth. So even if there was a white family there that was missing the father, nobody would think anything of it. Mm -hmm. They would just be like, oh, that's a mom and there's two mm -hmm. kids. Like, you know, what I mean, but the fact that it's a black family missing a father, it's like, ha gotcha. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's what it's like. It's hard to know you know um if there was any type of malicious intent but yeah like you know it is a stereotype so i can't buy that it's like i can't say it was, it's hard for me to buy that it's malicious intent well that's what i'm saying like you know that's why it's like it's difficult because you know if it's not your experience you don't think about it and you yeah, know like i that's, said that's like exactly what it like is. i said i mean i did say it kind of <laughs> this white ass brand but um mm. You know, I mean, generally, Burt's Bees, their base is not black. You know what I'm saying? So Don't they make chapstick? They, they make, make chapstick, right? They make chapstick. They make um, different stuff. I don't. I didn't know they were known for they had pajamas. I, just I didn't know they had chapstick. clothing. Uh, but yeah, they have like hand creams, a little different stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, I know that's not something that's mm -hmm. on their mind, but. 
it's just like all the other families had a full family. What <laughs> <laughs> what makes me laugh about this a little bit because they like try to pin it on COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Due to COVID. Like COVID probably sitting there like, nigga, uh-uh, don't blame that on me, nigga. <laughs> I mean, but that's just like HM. Like, you know, and they put the kid in the monkey mm. shirt, and it's like that could have mm. really been, meant like meant nothing. You know what I'm saying? But it's sad that it does that that it does mean something. That's the yeah, because it's like black like people just can't exist. I, you know what I mean? Why can't he wear a monkey shirt and not and, and it not be like this like supercharged thing? Well, that's I'm the just thing though, because world. sometimes it's like, is it being made a supercharged thing or is it? You yeah. know, because <laughs> yeah. it's like, damn, could it just be a kid wearing a monkey shirt? And it's just like, hey, <laughs> Let's call him a little baby baboon. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean, though? Because that's sometimes I'm just like, if nobody said nothing, would anybody even think anything of it? I don't know. It's just so hard this day and age. It's like, ugh. Everything's everything can be everything can be flipped like, twisted. Yeah, to be like yeah, twisted and screwed. I have a question though. It's kind of related, but what? not. Are you are you in chapstick mode now? Like I'm in, always as, in, as the weather what are you finally. About? I'm year round. My lips is always moisturized. What's wrong with you? What you go to? What you? I, you know it gets it gets crazier when the cold weather no, comes I in. I keep my shit consistent. Oh, excuse the yes. fuck out of me. Um. What's your go-to? Well, I'm looking for a good chapstick. Okay, well, I don't wear chapstick really. I wear like glosses, and All right, I don't need gloss. Yeah, because Nyx has this really nice gloss. It's called Butter Gloss and has shea butter in it, and it's butter gloss. Butter gloss. But um, I mean, I was a Carmex girl. I was, uh, yeah, that's you that's. Know, I was a Carmex girl. So, um, I don't know. Like, I I bought this cocoa butter like Vaseline like stick, and ah. I feel like it just be sitting on top of my lips and like my lips still be feeling a little dry. Like, I don't like this. Mm. So, mm. if I do chapstick, I just stick with Carmex. I feel like nothing else like penetrates the layers. <laughs> I, ask, I have a very important question to, to couple this what? with Have you ever actually finished a chapstick Man. before losing it? I finished glosses, but chapstick, you finished hell glosses. fucking no. I think I did one time. <laughs> I want to know how much extra money like these companies make for like double buying <laughs> because people just like always seem to lose their chapsticks. Like I don't know where it'd be going. Is that is that your go-to Carmex? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think Carmex would be the go-to. Or the black one, the black chapstick okay. one. Oh, the oh, chapstick. Who makes that? And it's black. Yeah, mm-hmm. chapstick. I think yeah, that's the black one with the yeah, white top. That joint smell good. <laughs> smell nice. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. We see. Yeah, we talking about absolutely nothing. Um, so Kevin Hart released a uh a special. What was it like two weeks ago? Mm, I think it said November seventeenth. People have been saying it's not good. Mm-hmm. You've been seeing that? Yeah, I almost didn't watch it because literally everyone's everyone. I've out of like hundred people i might see one person if even i feel like i see a half a person <laughs> say that it was good <laughs> like it was it was kind of crazy like everybody's like uh watched it the first 20 minutes didn't laugh watched it the whole time didn't laugh this was my face the whole time they put like a straight face emoji like everyone had the same consensus that it sucked yeah i was seeing that too and they weren't even like it was kind of funny everybody was just like eh, this sucks i don't like it he's not funny 
I was just like, damn. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I saw a video of him responding to that criticism. Well, yeah, he came under fire for saying that his daughter had whole like activities or something. That's where I was like, let me watch this shit because now mm. what's going on? He was actually, I saw another video of him actually saying like, you know, people are saying it's not funny. Mm -hmm. And he was, I was listening to Joe Budden's podcast and he was on that app. Mm -hmm. Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On that app Clubhouse. And he was in a room called, is Kevin Hart mm. funny? I think it's weird when you have to like justify your comedy. Mm -hmm. I think comedy be, should, should be like the one thing that like kind of just put it out there and let it fly. Like, I think everybody's a little too hypercritical. But is Kevin Hart funny? Of course he's fucking funny, bro. Like, of course he's funny. Like, it might not be your cup of tea, but I understand what's kind of being said. And it's a mixture of thing. You know, he's writing from his experience. Um, his experience has changed drastically. Like, you know, his audience is going to change with with him escalating in the genre or whatever. But um, I think it goes back to that age old question of like what success is. You know, it gets to a point where your audience is so broad, you might not be able to speak about the same things you used to speak about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just don't feel like it was too far off from anything he ever talked about before. Uh, did you watch it? I did. I did. I watched it. But I'm just saying, like, he's always talked about his family. And he's thrown in a few, like, stories from the past. Mm -hmm. But it's still the same type of humor. Do you think that, like, we're expecting more? Do you think, like, black people expect, like, more from their celebrities than any other race? No, because it wasn't only black people saying this. It was everyone mm. saying that he's not funny um, and that they didn't enjoy the special or whatever. No, what I think the problem is, I think that because he's been in quotations canceled so many times you know what i mean i think everyone has a different reason for why they're just saying they just don't like him mm -hmm. you know what i mean they're just judging him off that they don't like him because he's cheated on his wife multiple times they don't like him because he said homophobic things you know what i mean mm -hmm. they don't like him because of the car accident and he left the scene and left people there you know what i mean i think a lot of people don't like his character mm -hmm as far as like the person he is. So I feel like that's why so many people are just saying they don't like it. They don't think he's funny. You know what I mean? I don't think they're even allowing them themselves to even like be open to, you know what I mean? Laughing at anything he has to say because they don't like him as a person. That's how I feel. Mm. Um, I'm going to get off topic real quick, but like, I know there was like a conversation about um, Nicki Minaj going on uh, about her never winning any Grammys mm. and why she was, I mean, she did tell a story kind of how she got blackballed because of some performance, whatever you can find a story online. Um, she pissed someone off that works at the Grammys and basically said she got blackballed. But anyway, um, I feel like the reason back then why she didn't get a lot of respect is because First of all, there was that little beef with Lil' Kim, you know, so that threw a lot of people off. And she was one of the first people to be walking around here with extreme plastic surgery. So I feel like a lot of people shunned her because of that, off, off of that alone. You know what I mean? Mm. It was very abnormal to see someone with a fake ass that size. And now, you know now what that I mean? shit is the fucking normal. Now it's just so normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So nobody thinks anything about it. But I feel like back then that overshadowed everything about her. Mm. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people aren't really throwing that into the equation of why she 
was disrespected so much back then. I was like, I don't think it was just because her. I think it was because of that too. A lot of people were just judging her off of how she looked. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so I feel like it's kind of the same thing right now with Kevin Hart. You know, people are just kind of judging off of the things that he's done. So they're not separating the craft from him as a person. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I watched it, and I mean, I don't. I've never. I won't say that I'm a huge Kevin Hart fan. You know, of course, I don't agree with his past and his cheating and shit. I mean, his wife's still with him. What the fuck am I going to say about it? You know, um, and I don't really keep up with him that much to even know what kind of person he is. But I watched the stand up and I fucking laughed the whole time. I laughed. I've, I've laughed so, harder at his at his oldest stuff. But I mean, it's there were still some moments where I, I mean, I think, too, like you said, like, I mean, he has kids, so he's speaking on like parent shit. So I can relate to that. I'm laughing at that. Um, mm. He's speaking about just he said he's like 40 now. He's speaking about just being older and being in a relationship and those different things. Um, I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was funny. I would like to ask the people like what what is he missing the people that are like judging it and saying like what should he be doing you know what i'm saying like what mm-hmm. do you expect him to be doing because at this I point know. i mean i don't i don't know he's like super successful i think he's more than a comedian as far mm-hmm. as like he's just an entertainer he's like wayne brady but he doesn't sing Mm-hmm. you know he's just reached yeah, but this I mean, level i think he's good yeah i think he's good at storytelling which is what he was doing mm-hmm. i thought it was really funny where he's talking about his kids school um you know his experiences with like i i, was, I don't want to like start ta- telling the jokes but yeah no no you're fine <laughs> um like the popcorn shit was funny mm-hmm. the different guys that his daughter like is funny i don't know i, I i'd watch it again I, I don't feel like all the hate is deserved. <laughs> I think it's just so weird. Like when I see like black celebrity get to a certain spot and th- it's like they lost their groove. When I feel like there's other celebrities, other other ethnicities of celebrities that are just allowed to do whatever they want. Gallagher mm-hmm. was you remember Gallagher. Gallagher Ooh. would smash fruit. I think Chappelle spoofed them one time it was just like he would just oh. get up on stage and smash fruit. Like no. that nigga would just get up on stage and smash watermelons and people would go and see that shit. Like how come he's allowed to do that? And Kev can't talk about his family for another special. Like that shit's weird. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Go watch that shit. Let us know what you think. <laughs> um, moving on though. Kind of in the same category. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle released a... Uh, I love that he's releasing them on like Instagram. Even though it kind of makes me mad because I, I hate apps. We were talking about this before we got on. I hate apps that just control your whole phone when you're on them. Like you can't maneuver around. Like if you don't pay for YouTube, you got to stay in YouTube the whole entire time. It's kind of like mm-hmm. it's kind of like what happens if he releases it on IG. But anyway, um, Dave Chappelle. Re- it was 17 minutes. I know, but that's <laughs> 17 minutes a long damn time. A lot happens in oh 17 minutes. <laughs> You know how many text messages you can answer and send back in 17 minutes? And you can ignore it too in 17 minutes. Exactly. Imagine imagine you send me a text message that's kind of vital, like you need an answer, and I'm sitting up here watching. I keep writing back like, hey, hey, and then I call. I know, that's <laughs> annoying, but then I'm trying to watch something on my phone. But if it's important, nigga, so what? <laughs> Damn. Right. Anyway, keep going. Uh, he released a special called Unforgiven, and... Uh, I, at this point, I don't even know of what I can call Dave Chappelle, man. Like, it, it's comedy, but it's not at the same time. That shit wasn't comedy. Not at all. Not one bit. Mm-hmm. You didn't laugh at mm-hmm. all. Not really. No. 
Mm-mm. You were getting annoyed at the people laughing in the audience. Yeah, because they was laughing and there was no fucking punchline. What are you laughing at? Especially like towards the end. I said in the beginning because he was talking about getting fucked over. Like that's not funny. In the beginning, you saying how people basically like condoms screwed him over as he was younger, you know, and intimidated him. Um, and then he went on and progressed into how he got screwed over by Comedy Central. Mm. Um, and, you know, was speak because he said very briefly on his last um, thing, he released how he didn't even know that Chappelle show was being streamed. So he was talking about how Netflix and HBO are both streaming it, how HBO dogged him out and you know, turned him down and basically said, you know, who the fuck would want to watch this? And now they're streaming his uh, series and how he hasn't gotten paid for produce. Like none of that's funny. Mm. (laughs) So towards the end, but towards the end, he was like building up about like kind of how it all kind of came to be with, you know, how he really got fucked over by comedy central in his contract. And yeah, it's like the way he's saying, but it's like, you're not listening to what he's saying Mm. though. Cause the way he's saying it, you know, he's speaking how a lot of people speak when they're talking about their trauma. They're kind of just saying it very lightheartedly. Mm. But if you're really listening to what they say, it's not funny. Mm. So that's why I was getting annoyed because I was like, people aren't, they're not fucking listening. Like you're, you're laughing because it sounds like it's a joke with his cadence, but he's not telling a joke right now. I think there was like one part where he said something that was kind of funny towards the end. Mm. But it's like they kept on like, I feel like it was like ass kissing. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh, let's give him a laugh. Let's give him a laugh. And it's like, no, no, he's not looking for a laugh right now. Just shut up and be quiet and listen. I think when people when people buy tickets to go to a Dave Chappelle show, um, they go into it thinking they're just they're just there for laughs. And I think he's on a riff now where he's like exposing truth. We talked about it earlier this week where like, you know, the people who are really down for him we kind of don't look to him just for laughs. Like we kind of look to him for insight at this point. He's kind of like Dick Gregory to us at this point. But for a lot of people that are just, just want to say, uh, I'm rich bitch or, you know what I mean? Or whatever Mm -hmm. quote from the show or whatever, they're still looking Mm -hmm. at him as this comedian when I think he's transcended that. I think Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of over for that. Now he's coming here just, just speaking his truth. And I think that's Mm -hmm. super dope. Like, I think it's so cool what he's doing. I love how he narrated it from, like, the beginning. Mm-hmm. His, like, and, you know, from them getting his name wrong to the guy stealing his joke. Um, mm-hmm. Just to show, just to show how easy it is to be young in this industry and get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times you hear people arguing about their contracts and a lot of people be like, well, you signed it. Well, Mm -hmm. no, this kind of illustrates that, yeah, you signed it, but you signed it with such limited knowledge of what this means. Well, yeah, and he was saying, yeah, the people that were all in the room and even people he thought that were working on his side, Mm -hmm. it turns out they're all working together against him. And it's like he didn't know that, Mm -hmm. you know, like you have you could hire your lawyers or whoever you have to read your contracts and shit. And lo and behold, secretly, they're working with the damn studio, Mm -hmm. you know, so and that's like people were laughing at that. I was like, what the fuck? that's not funny yeah (laughs) god i think he's one of those people that like you know you see dave Chappelle, you're just expecting to laugh yo like you're expecting to get a laugh out of him and now it's it's not that anymore it's much more deeper than just laughs he's still gonna make you chuckle he's still funny Mm -hmm. he's still dave but i think he has a chip on his shoulder and he's also worked himself into a position where his art is more powerful his art is Mm -hmm. more powerful than like the vehicles that put it on display so like these corporations mm-hmm. and stuff so i thought it was super dope that he he said hey 
I'm going to ask you all because you all are important, the fans Mm -hmm. to do this. And, you know, shout out to, to Netflix for like, you know, seemingly understanding that it's bigger just to have this show and it's bigger mm-hmm. to just do what's right. Fairness. I think what you got out of that was fairness. But you know what's crazy? It made me think, and not to go that crazy off, but this made me think about Kanye in recent months. Like, you know what I mean? And how important the messenger is for the message. Because they're seemingly saying the same thing as far as owning your work, ownership. These contracts aren't fair corporations are are fucking the the artists over this that and the third they are friends so i assume they've probably had these conversations um but yeah it's just important to be able to articulate yourself in a way that it impacts and not just tweet it you know what i'm saying (laughs) nah (laughs) not one bit i ain't got time continue well no that was that was it that was it i'm just saying i'm just saying as far as what Kanye was trying to articulate. Kanye always ends up offending people because he goes off fucking. Well, no, topic that's what I mean. And said, "No, I know what you mean. I know. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like that's." Ugh. But no, I just see people like we're like, well, what about when Monique had a problem with Netflix? I'm like, well, it's not really the same thing. It's not like Monique created a show mm. and then that, you know what I mean, that they started streaming without her knowledge or her getting any profits on. And then she came to Netflix and said, hey, I want you to take it down. It's not the same situation, guys. Monique was, but she was um, getting presented with a special and she didn't like the number that yeah. Netflix was offering in case anyone didn't know. And she tried to get people to boycott Netflix a few years ago. Um, so some people are drawing the comparison right now between what they did for Chappelle saying, well, they didn't do that for her. And it's like, it's not the same. And and I'm not trying not to take anything away from Monique and what she's contributed, but she in no way is a Chappelle. A Chappelle has put himself in a position where he can say that, you know, you know what I think the biggest thing. And if I ever had a chance to talk to Dave Chappelle, I'd want to ask him this to walk away from the initial show. I think he walked away from like $50 million. How much cachet do you get from that? Like how, how, how big of a tool just in dealing with corporations later on in Netflix, like, you know what I mean? Going into a contract with Netflix when they know that you'll walk away from this shit and money is not governing your decisions. The only mm-hmm. thing they can do is play fair. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? So that, like that's, mm-hmm. I wonder if he had the foresight to know that and I'm sure he yeah. did it, but I would like to just but pick even, his brain. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel you on that one. But I'm just like, too, he was saying the amount of money that they made versus what they were giving him was crazy, too. I mean, I wonder how many, like, if you really talk to these these entertainers, mm-hmm. um, not even just of his caliber, but, like, I yeah, wonder how many crazy. have that same story. Mm-hmm. Probably most of them right, right. have at least one situation like that. Right. I do think mm-hmm. it's kind of heartwarming, not heartwarming, but, like, these conversations are happening now i think like this is the most momentum that we've had as far as like hey yo these contracts is bullshit yeah they're they're right because nowadays yeah i mean with social media like you can make money without having to go through these you know networks and things like that because it's really direct to consumer right now (laughs) just like what we were talking about with um shit what's his name the one who uh the producer which dude? Shit. Oh, uh, the black, the one that had the the lawsuit. Are you talking about the one with the lawsuit? He was like making the whole thing big about like texting Ryan Leslie. Right, 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 right. 
What about him, though? So, no, just the fact that he's still making mad money, like, because he has his fan base. Mm-hmm. He markets directly to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he has shows, he sent, he texts them. That's why now everybody's, like, doing texting, but he's been doing that for a long time. Yeah. Where he's, like, direct to them. He has merchandise. It goes direct to them. You know what I'm saying? There's no middleman. So he makes all the money. And he has so the he true fans. To, and he has the true yeah, fans that support. Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot. I think all the artists do. You know what I'm saying? But it's, like, he made them feel like they're being seen, especially, too. You know? So they're even more willing to support. And you're not going through paying management and whatever else. You know what I mean? mean to release music and to get it to you know your fans you bring up a very good point yo like i wonder how support would be if like i'm the consumer you're the consumer if you knew that if you spent this 15 dollars for this cd or this shirt or whatever all of it went to the artist and there Mm -hmm. was no overhead there was no no corporation in the pockets like how willing how much more willing would you be in supporting or would I be in supporting if I knew that the artist wasn't getting screwed? Yeah. I mean, I think that's happening more and more though. That's like most people are like independent, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I think that's slowly but surely what's happening. I mean, we'll see what's going to be happening with these record labels <laughs> in, the, in the future. In the next 15 years, I'm interested to see where they would be. They're just going to move know? the goalposts. They're going to figure mm-hmm. out a way to adapt. And, and that's, that's just, it's just the ebb and flow. Ebb and flow. We'll see. Um, we'll see. There's more artists than labels. So. Yeah, I think when artists <laughs> actually start realizing that, there just has to be some unity. I feel. Mm-hmm. There should be a union. There should be an artist union. <laughs> um, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you see, like, Meg Thee Stallion, as soon as she signed with a bigger label, I mean, she's everywhere, but it's just not the same. Is it not the same? Because I know you're you're like a fan fan. I I can't a fan fan away. Well, I know you're not a fan fan, but you've been following no. her longer than me. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be able to tell you like if no, what I'm she's just doing saying now. in general. Like no, it's not, she has the same story as anyone when they sign to a big label. All of a sudden, they're in the magazines. All of a sudden, you know, they're getting this deal, that deal. Mm. That's because they have those connections, you know. But essentially, they end up basically selling their damn soul. <laughs> right. Right. You know, um, and their creativity is, uh, you know, hindered a bit because they're they're basically they start getting controlled. They start getting handled because now, you know, you have to answer to someone higher. Mm-hmm. So get the yay or nay. I mean, like Chappelle was saying, you sign away your likeness, you know, you sign away your name. That's what he's talking about, like Prince, you know, using the name, the artist formerly known as Prince, mm-hmm. um, because basically they had rights to him, to him um, with these contracts. So. And I can't imagine the contracts are that different no, nowadays. No, no, they're not. So. They're not. Yeah, it just seems like there's a fight to not, it's not just about the money. It's about just fairness, yo. It's about how do we get these corporations to operate on fairness? And that's a tall <laughs> task. It's a tall task. She is. It's a tall task. But <laughs> I know, I think it's kind of cool with what Chappelle's doing because he's worked himself in a position to have that at least that relationship with netflix i'm curious to see well, what he, you doing. didn't say he asked people to boycott streaming Chappelle show on hbo yeah and he asked and he made sure he was clear see this is why i think he's so he's so dope he was like don't boycott the streaming network just boycott me mm-hmm. and saying that i was like that's 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 cool yeah um 
Yeah, and of course he said that after I binge-watched the whole shit in one weekend. I'm like, yeah, I won't watch it again. Oh, my God. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Just laughing. You should have came out a week before. I was laughing at some people who were like, well, I got it on DVD, so. <laughs> right, did he at least get paid off the DVD? That's when you know people were clueless, because mm-hmm. when he, it's interesting. If if y'all haven't seen that, please go and watch it. And even if you watched it, watch it again. to See when the audience gets excited because a lot of times when the audience starts laughing or clapping in support it shows that they have no idea what is going on like he brought up the Chappelle show and everybody was like yeah Chappelle show da 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 I know that's why I was getting mad I'm like yo people don't listen literally that's how you can tell people don't listen they listening for what they want to hear but I think some of that is them assuming that it was fair like like he got paid how do you not know it's fair at this point I'm sorry Mm. come on like we all know that if you actually listen to Chappelle and you're a fan like you claim to be you want to be paying to go to his damn show yeah no, nah, I mean I, I get it. Gonna, I get I it. But the, I'm elaborate. just saying it's the the crowd reveals <laughs> its ignorance a lot of times, especially in this in this special. The crowd reveals I'm just how the little they know. People who can afford his tickets because you know they're pricey. Mm. You said what? I said them people that can afford them tickets because you know they're pricey. Oh hell yeah! Hell Shouldn't yeah! Be I wonder how much it is. I don't know. Anyway, um. There was like two more things, but I think we can leave it alone. We're we're leaving alone to make the stallion thing, right? Yeah, we you just know. talked about it. Well, no, not just that. that. I'm talking about her homegirl's diss track. Oh God, I'm so sick of them. I don't want to hear nothing else about this shit. I want to hear God the judge damn. talk. I want to hear the gavel hit. Who even cares anymore? This shit like... is trapped in the closet, part thirty. <laughs> For real. That's the midget. The midget is involved, though. That's the funniest part. (laughs) (laughs) She over there body yaddy and shit. Right. Got shot in the foot. I don't want to hear nothing else about this goddamn story. Yeah. She over there bouncing and shit, giddy up and. Right. Her foot looked great. My knees (laughs) can't even support that. Doing a whole giddy up. Right. Yeah. I think I'm, (laughs) I think we're, we're done talking about that. I just okay. need some real shit to come out about it or just just leave it alone. It's just getting dragged on way too long. Um, what else is there? Is there anything else? Nothing we can't get to next week. We could have uh-huh. talked about that young thug and Andre 3000. Oh, God. You want to leave that alone? I don't care. Yeah, I don't care neither. All right. Um, <laughs> we going we going to call it um, appreciate everybody that listens to the bz podcast remember if you haven't like and subscribe to whatever dsp that you are using we appreciate everybody that checked out the last episode featuring qualls very dope artists make sure you keep checking out and supporting uh and we will be back anything you got for the folk yeah um, we we made it sound like we didn't care about andre no, no, we love Andre. Oh, no, no. See, that should go without being said. I'm sorry if that wasn't clear. <laughs> no, it can't go without being said because apparently Young Thug. True. Anyway. We love Andre I just don't to death. Feel, uh, yeah. We love Andre to death. He's, he's probably my favorite rapper, to be completely honest. Nothing um, but respect for him. Yeah. Cool. But no, yeah, everybody have a great week. See you next time. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. Look. I try to do the right thing like Spike Lee Cause the game that I give them make them feel like wifey They complain when they're called names mainly trifling, yeah 
kinda was Hey, I'm sorry, my love Only apologize to women in my life and siblings like In the red moment, you might catch me sipping Cause it ain't too often that I'm sparing feelings She like, this ain't the day I heard about Oh, it isn't <laughs> I got a lot of different levels of clearances I gotta really dig your energy to get near the shit I gotta really be the man I see in the mirror Making sure that my vision clear Cause you know I'm about business kid but That's word to the mic on my ball cap I need cash, check, debit card Swiping and all that Give me credit, I ain't banking on the label to call back The independent money hit the vote where the song's at Woo. Cousin we that came through with the strong pack I ain't even trying to smoke But I'm buzz off the contact I'm with all that bullshit If it's lyrical combat I'm feeling like King and my brother Cal He need all that I'm speaking with demons that ain't letting me fall back Slide deep in the creases and stimulate where her walls at Yeah, temptation is a bitch But I love this song Love me long time, time's up Now that loving's gone Run along, shit same lyric, just another song, another jam Another lady that can never call me her man I mean the trials and tribulations was always the plan You gotta do it, evaluate it, and do it again And hopefully you learn something from your first go-round In this life and go down, you don't know, you know now yeah. In this life it go down, you don't know, you know now You gotta take your time, take your time, take your time, take your time Cause you moving too fast that's your word. Yeah. You just gotta take your time, take your time, take your time, take your time. You be moving too fast. And if you slip, that's your word. Mr. Postman. Yeah. We cracking codes like Da Vinci. You know the crackers wanna lynch me. My lemonade is simply. I'm in the spot, baby. Where else would pimp be? Pimp me. That's when they lost me for good Like a bad mechanic, I became lost in the hood Hand thoughts, my dog Tupac, I was playing Shug My dreams crushed like my crush, nigga, on making good I get a rush from the cush, as I should if we gon' do it, let's do it, no time to pussyfoot I was the one they overlooked I was at Naughty Crib right across the street from Overbrook Still underrated, underpaid But the takeover still underway I'm on an E-Way on a bomb like it's D-Day I just met this John, but I'm pushing for the three-way I'm more Philly than a unit and that's worth the D-Way I don't give no leeway, I'm listening to She-Day, Sade I don't put no pork in my body You can have whoever, but in the end, girl, it's not me It's hate pride can't buy me, can't trick me uh, It get ugly, it get pretty uh, Now look, I'm in your city Getting jiggy like I'm William Comfortable, you wouldn't know the feeling I wouldn't know no ceilings I don't talk with normal I'm wearing jeans and tee, they informal She wet when I fall through She like juice, why else would I ever call you? Ain't that the truth? Asking people closest to me, ain't that the proof? You kill that nigga over words Ain't that the news? I don't trip over no shit I can't control It's crazy how I'm cooking those whenever touch the stove It's uncanny, they can't stand me Still rolling with my niggas since land Nigga, here I am